0: It's been a little over a week since the killing of George Floyd here in Minneapolis, sparking not only protests and riots all across the world, but in the music industry, conversations, leaving a lot of people to ask, what's next? It's Thursday, June 4th, and this is The Current Music News. I'm Jade. And I'm Jay.
1: Blackout Tuesday was impossible to miss on social media. Black squares filled Instagram and organizations of all kinds, including The Current, posted statements of solidarity with the Black community in the wake of the killing of George Floyd. Some companies paused their normal activities, and Spotify inserted tracks of silence into certain playlists.
0: The initiative itself actually started in the music industry. Uh, It was a campaign by Jamila Thomas and Brianna Ajamain. These are two black women who work in the music industry, and they decided that the show must be paused. In fact, they said in their statement, this was meant not just to honor George Floyd and other victims of police brutality, uh, but to force the music industry to really reflect on an industry who, at their center, is black culture, black art, and black voices. And then when you look at the top, where a lot of the money is, it's mostly white faces.
1: So while a lot of organizations and individuals participated, including all the major labels, the Recording Academy and stars like Cardi B, Madonna, Rihanna, the Rolling Stones, the list goes on, music organizations found themselves facing questions about whether they'd be taking more concrete steps, not just making symbolic gestures, to empower Black artists and increase representation in leadership roles.
0: On Instagram, Khalees wrote, if the music industry wants to support Black lives, labels and platforms can start with amending contracts, distributing royalties, uh, diversifying boardrooms, and retroactively paying back Black artists and their families upon which those empires are built.
1: Artists like Little Nas X criticized social media blackouts, with an Old Town Road singer tweeting, not trying to be announcing, but what if we posted donation and petitions links on Instagram all at the same time instead of pitch black images?
0: Then of course the idea of pausing the show, which just did not sit right with venues who have been painfully paused for the last several months because of the coronavirus pandemic.
1: Writing in Jezebel, Hazel Sills suggested that maybe one reason labels found it so easy to hit pause is it reflects a view of music as pure entertainment, something that you have to stop if you want to have conversations, as opposed to listening to the music and listening to what artists of color have been saying in their music for generations.
0: So I guess what we're saying is this day did generate a lot of conversation, both good and bad, which is kind of the point. There's going to be some difficult conversations to be had. And actually, some of those conversations were held in public, these public panels put on by some of the major record labels, but there were also task force announced. Uh, These are going to be looking for internal changes that need to be made inside of the industry to promote equality. And there were also uh, money being made. It generated millions of dollars in donations to community funds, including $100 million donated by the Warner Music Group. In the words of the movement's founders, this is not a 24-hour operation. We are and will be in the fight for the long haul.
1: Here in Minneapolis, as attention turns to a series of memorials for George Floyd that begin today we are looking and seeing the huge crowds growing in cities like Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Washington, DC. I was able to connect with Tony Zaccardi, a longtime local musician who now runs a music venue and bar called Palmer's on the West Bank in Minneapolis. And he talked about some of what he's been experiencing and seeing this week. But, uh, and then this all happened, and, and it's been
2: just scary, you know? I mean, this building, this, this bar, I mean, the building is a building, but, um, you know, every night I was leaving here the last few nights, like, is this the last time I'm ever going to be in here? You know? So I was grabbing things off the walls. You know, every time I left, I grab another something, you know, there's a group um, locally, you know, folks with the hard times cafe, you know, it's about nearing KFAI. They've been doing overnight watches. some of the small youth um, and were running an overnight watch as well. Just like, what's this red car doing? You know, what is, what is that bag over there? What is that package? You know, somebody's on top of the parking garage. What are they doing? And so I've not been here at night. I, just, I've been, I wanted to. I was so well-intentioned. Like, I'm going to come down and sit on my roof and stand my ground. But eh, once, you know, talk of heavy, heavy, heavy artillery um, and, uh, and Molotov cocktails, it was like, eh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to maybe just, I'll just go home. You know, so, but I've been providing them with nourishment, snacks, fire extinguishers, things like that, um, trying to do my part that way. I just painted on, on the boards. I just painted, you know, black home business thinking like, Hey, um, at the time, you know, thinking, Hey, if, as long as your are March, are cool. But Hey, it's cool. You know? But then I realized it was people we need to worry about. is the white supremacist, white nationalist. And it was like, Oh, um, uh, I just paint a big giant bullseye on Palmer's bar. You know, it's like, should I paint it? Like, no, of course not. Um, because you know, yeah, Newsweek London called me and, uh, that was how this kind of all got rolling and uh i figured I, since i was in newsweek i'm already a target if, they, if those people were looking for things you know and just being on the on the you know i there's a there's a mosque on the other side of this wall from my bar and the towers and the community and the neighborhood's all black owned everyone i've spoken with what i'm so encouraged by is i mean we all we all know because we live here but the community is so strong in this town and uh you know just seeing you know, it was a, not Sanford, it was at Sanford. One of the schools right over by the third precinct asked for 80 bags of food, ended up getting thousands of food, about thousands of bags of food. And they've been sharing with North and other parts of Minneapolis, seeing, um, you know, some of the craziest hardcore punk rock friends of mine, or, or, or Harmar is doing a lot right now. Um, crazy, say, hey man, I got a truck. And I got some buckets and 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 some garbage bags. How can I help anybody? you know and I think sharing that that that's what this we all like I said we all know, but seeing our our community come back together it's is just you know people down on lake street sweeping and picking up garbage and brooms and dustpans and just sh- hurting but i think i say, i said there's a there's a sense of optimism too and uh and that's the good thing to focus on, especially in the daylight hours you know at night we're still but and help these small businesses that have been destroyed help them, help them thrive once they
1: do. And that's the current music news. We will continue to follow all of these stories.
0: And we wanted to leave you with something today that feels pretty powerful and inspirational. And so we turn to a viral drummer. Perhaps you've seen her work before. It's uh, Nandi Bushell. And she most recently uh, did her own incredible take of a one-woman band of Rage Against the Machine's Gorilla Radio. And in fact, Rage Against the Machine guitarist and band leader Tom Morello shared the video. And he said, well, now we're on the right track.